rinse and repeat. Broadcasting from the Camp Grilling Studios, this is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. That's a new personal best bike here. Now here's your host, Brett Amundsen. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Brett Amundsen. That's Dan Amundsen right over there. we got a great show for you. Coming to you one last time from Tazan Lake Lodge in northwestern Saskatchewan. It's been an unbelievable trip up here. So many big fish. And I feel bad leaving right now, Dan. Well, I don't feel bad about it. I'm sad about leaving right now, Dan, because the fishing, fishing's been good, but the fishing is really getting good right now. That's the typical, uh, you should have been here yesterday or you should have stayed an extra <laughs> few days. That's going to happen to us, but uh, that's fishing. I think we're going to finish strong, man. Uh, the other day, the day before we recorded this, the fishing was unbelievable. There were so many big fish. Got some of the some of the bigger lake trout that I've seen come out of this lake. There was multiple uh, mid to high forty inch fish that were caught from lake trout and northern pike. It was just a beautiful day. Our weather has turned. I think that's the biggest thing, Dan. Is it finally started to warm up here? It's been a little hot out there on the lake. Not real windy. And uh, but that's warm the water temps up, and I think that's got those fish fired up out there. Yeah, water warm water will do that. If the water's too cold, obviously it's just like any fish back home. That's going to be too cold, and it's going to be a lethargic bite. And now it's warming up, and it's finally summer up in the north. Yeah, we've been we haven't had a chance to pike fish too much. We've been doing a lot. We've been I've, we've been doing more filming than fishing, which is which is pretty obvious since we're up here filming Taz and TV, and the, the camp's been really busy. So we've been doing a lot more filming than fishing. We finally got out to do some pike fishing the other day we did some sight fishing and with water temps being as cool as they are we were looking for that mid 60 degree water temp we finally found it the other day saw a big pike swimming in the shallows sitting there in the shallows and completely cooperated with us it was uh it was one of the more fun fish i've ever caught in my life and we filmed it dan did a great job getting it on camera we'll have that for you coming up on taz and tv uh you can subscribe to that on our youtube channel uh or the taz and lake lodge youtube channel i guess or see some more stuff at sporting journal radio on YouTube as well. We're going to interview a few people that were just up here at Taz and Lake Lodge recently, Steve Panaz and Danny Thompson. Steve Panaz was filming Lake Commandos, uh, which you'll be able to watch, I think, a couple episodes from up here in the next year or two on uh, Lake Commandos. And then Danny Thompson was uh, breaking down the, some new Garmin gear and trying it out on here. There's some really cool stuff uh, that he shows. He dialed in uh, our Garmin's for us too while he was up here. So uh, thanks for doing that, Danny. We'll talk to Steve and Danny coming up later in the show. We've also got Joe Henry. We'll talk about what's going on in Lake of the Woods right now and what you can do to target uh, a tough bite. Say there's a bug hatch or maybe some different weather. What you can do to get some of those finicky walleyes and how much does that stuff affect fishing on a body of water like Lake of the Woods. We'll find out in a little bit. Dan, who are this week's sponsors? Yeah, you actually nailed that sentence, but this week we've got Haybill Heights Campground and Resort. Book a trip to Devil's Lake. Learn more at haybillheights.com. Ottertail Lakes Country. Find your inner otter at ottertaillakescountry.com. Lake of the Woods Tourism. Lake of the Woods is the walleye capital. Plan a trip for this summer at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Camp Grayling, catch the Grand Slam in Saskatchewan, Lake Trout Pike, Arctic Grayling, and Walleye Fish Camp Grayling this summer. On X, know where you stand with On X, start getting ready for hunting season. Bid Migration Outfitters come hunt waterfall this fall out of heated 10 man pits and comfortable blinds. Learn more at midmigrationoutfitters.com and Prairie Sportsman. The new season wrapped up this year. Watch those episodes and more episodes anytime at the Prairie Sportsman YouTube channel or check your local guide for other listings. We're going home soon, Dan. Yeah, we are. Are you ready for it? Well, no, it's never easy to leave a place like this, but uh, the beauty of where we live is there's so many things in the summer that I'm ready to get back to. I like traveling, and so we get to go to Florida in a little bit, which I'm excited to do, and I still kind of miss my walleyes. Yeah. So 
looking forward to, I know we're looking to get to Otter Tail Lakes country and try to chase some walleyes here in the next few weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. And we've got a bunch of other stuff coming up this summer that I'm looking forward to. I feel like it's a little ridiculous to be missing walleye fishing when we're catching 40 pound lake trout and upper 40 inch northern pike. But on the same way, like I love fishing walleye. So I'm excited to get back there. We haven't been up to Otter Tail Lakes country yet. So uh, we're going to plan a trip to go up there and fish for some walleyes. And we're going to try to, Danny Thompson, we might try to hook up with him while we're up there. Of course, Eric Osberg. I'm sure we'll jump in a boat with Eric or uh, maybe Randon Olson while we're up there and do some fishing. You know what we need to do, Dan, is we need to do some musky fishing with Randon again. That's not a walleye. I know. <laughs> I understand this. But that musky tr- show we filmed with Randon in Ottertail County where uh, we put two in the boat. We saw eight total. We put two in the boat. He caught them both. Uh, which, which is, I'm not surprised, but I would like another crack at those, at those muskies. I haven't caught a muskie since I was like 13. So I've never caught one. Well, let's go. Well, let's go walleye fishing first. Well, let's do that. And let's do some, <laughs> let's do both. You can do that up there. So, uh, if you want to plan a trip to Ottertail Lakes country and learn more about fishing up there, go to ottertaillakescountry.com to find your inner otter. Uh, and then you mentioned Florida, Dan, we're going to ICAST this year. That's going to be kind of cool. It should be pretty cool. That's always been one of those shows that, uh, the last few years I've learned more about and seen other people going to and kind of been watching from the outside and like, ah, that'd be cool to go to. And now we finally got the invite and we're going, it's going to be pretty sweet. So we're going to be doing the radio show and interviewing people down there. And we're going to let you know about these brand new products that are going to be coming out from uh, the different brands that'll be debuting them in the new product showcase. We'll be there with Live Target. They got some really exciting new products coming out as well, too. So we'll tell you about, we can't tell you about them yet. We'd like to, but we can't tell you about them yet, but we will here in the next couple of weeks as uh, their debut down in Orlando. You've been down there before. I have, I've been to Florida, but not in July. I'm not looking forward to the heat down there. No, and we're... I don't know. We should petition to move. I guess to different, either <laughs> move it to Saskatchewan, move it further north, or change the date, or maybe even just get it out of Orlando. Right here at Tazan Lake Lodge, I think the island could fit. I, well, we I can guess. fit how many people in camp at a time? Well, it like, might be a season-long show to get everybody <laughs> be in a here. Little bit of a stretch, absolutely. Well, a lot I, of float planes. I think we might get to do some tarpon fishing down, while we're down there. So that'll be cool. Pretty jacked about S- that. Still not a walleye. No, <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, what? So for people listening back home that are like, okay, they're up in northern Saskatchewan again. We've been hearing you talk about it. Give them a reason why they should be excited about coming to a place like this. Well, it's a. You know, I've talked to a few people about this. And some people, for whatever weird reason, don't have a giant interest in catching lake trout. It yeah. just doesn't float their boat. They don't think they fight hard. They don't think well, they taste good. And that's weird because they do both. Um, but set that aside, A, who doesn't like catching a big pike? It's similar to musky fishing. Oh, yeah. It's about as close to musky fishing as you can get up here. But just look at the place. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I, I've been to Canada multiple times. I've been to the Boundary Waters, and it's... I would describe it as the boundary waters on steroids. Hmm. It's not quite the mountains out west or anything, but it's like a a good mix of the two. You've got hills that are, I've seen your pictures a gazillion times, and they don't do it justice whatsoever. These hills are huge. You feel tiny on this lake. It's a way bigger lake than I felt like it'd be, but it's just gorgeous. You have sunlight up here, at least this part of the year, for 20 hours a day, if not more. I haven't turned a headlamp on once, which I normally don't. You're just being stubborn, though. There's a couple times you could have. Not really. It, I think I have better eyesight than you because I really not have once thought, man, I need a headlamp right now. It's wild. You sleep fine. You get tired. but And then the fishing is just unreal. Steve the cook is unreal. The food is unbelievable. You're going to leave 10 pounds heavier, and you're going to have 
probably well maybe you'll burn it off fighting the fish i don't yeah. know i haven't done that math but it's an epic place those fish fight real hard they pull so hard i mean it's, it's a lot of people compare it to ocean fishing you know like halibut fishing or something like that they're just pulling they're so strong it's like one giant muscle with a tail and then the small ones even even on the heavier gear if you kill a couple of the small one they're just angry angry fish they fight harder than the big ones so, sometimes well let me rephrase the quote-unquote small ones like the low 40s fight harder <laughs> than the upper 40s. oh yeah i've had that a couple times i've caught a 42 inch lake trout and thought it was a world record and we do think that there's a world record in this lake and we've been filming and uh new season and a Taz and TV got some really cool stuff. It's going to be just a, a hair different this year because we've got a lot of guest appearances. So uh, some of our guests have gone for after a record and they've caught some giant fish. We're not going to tell you if they broke the record or not. You're just going to have to wait because let's just say the tape measures came out. We've also got uh, Steve Panaz and Danny Thompson uh, that'll be on Taz and TV. The, we did some sight fishing for pike. They caught, so they just smashed some big lake trout and they uh, broke down live scope and how they used it on a big body of water like Taz and Lake. So they'll, they'll talk about that. They'll talk about that here in the show and then they'll also talk about it on Taz and TV. We'll show you how they used it while they were up here. Uh, Jason Halfer and the technological angler uh, did I don't think he'd ever really sight fished pike like that before and he had an absolute blast and we just went around in the shallows on a bright sunny day with calm winds and pretty much every fish just about every fish he targeted he ended up catching so uh, we got that on camera Dina Vick was here and uh, she caught some of the biggest fish of her life for first lake trout some giant lake trout some nice pike as well I think she might have broke pbs for both I don't know how you can come here and not do that most people do most people do. Um, you can catch some real big fish. So, uh, great season at Taz and TV. We've got a couple of days left while we're up here. We're going to finish up filming, and we'll bring in Taz and TV on the Taz and Lake Lodge YouTube channel coming up later this summer. So, make sure to subscribe to that, and make sure to subscribe to the Sporting Journal Radio uh, YouTube channel as well while you're there. All right, Dan, uh, let's let's finish this trip out strong. It's been a good time. Good job filming and taking care of the radio show. It's not easy doing a radio show from up here, is it? Well, thank goodness for satellite internet. Yeah, satellite and, and good owners of the lodge to help us when the internet runs out. <laughs> Much right. appreciated. Yeah, it's tough doing it. And I don't think there's ever been a radio show done from a boat in northwest Saskatchewan as far remote as this. Radio show, no. Podcast, maybe. Yeah, podcast, I don't maybe. Know. We but. did it last week, though, actually. Oh, we did. Yeah, so. <laughs> so it has been done <laughs> yep. by us. Doubled up. Last week. All right. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, more with Steve Panaz, Danny Thompson, and Joe Henry all coming up on Sporting Journal Radio. 852 million acres of public land, 147 million private properties, all in the palm of your hand. On X Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app just got better. With hundreds of custom map layers, 3D and topographic maps, you can easily scout on the road or at home before you go. And now you can get important weather details, CWD detection, and even know what crops have been planted where. Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made. On X, know where you stand with On X Hunt. Did you know there are more than 1,000 lakes in Ottertail County? Yep, and I'm going to fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter. To find your inner otter, go to ottertaillakescountry.com. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year-round world-class fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, 
or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Devil's Lake is legendary, and this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Haybale Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Haybale Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybaleheights.com. That's haybaleheights.com. Plan your trip to legendary Devil's Lake today. Casting from the Camp Grayling Studios, this is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. Now it's time to head up to Lake of the Woods to check in with Joe Henry from Lake of the Woods Tourism. Joe, it's July. I can't believe summer's going by uh, really fast, but it's not too late to plan a trip up to Lake of the Woods. Even if you just want to run up there with your own boat, get some fishing in, uh, how easy is that for a guy? Oh, it, it's actually really easy. It's funny because I just read an article about how, you know, some of the resort areas are packed and there's no room. And, you know, we do have room. And I, I think maybe what happened is, you know, when people turn the news on and see the flooding, uh, they just, you know, some of them naturally gravitate away from it. Some of them just assume that a lot of our resorts aren't open. And, hey, the fact of the matter is we're open for business. And uh, right now, Brett, and, and you know this from past experience, that, our summer months, unlike other bodies of water, our summer months are, are where the walleyes really shine. I mean, fishing is on fire right now. I remember, I think one of the first times I went up there in the summer, it was August. And I was thinking to myself, you know, man, it's the dog days of summer. It's hot. Uh, walleyes are going to be turned off. It's not going to be that great. And we ended up absolutely crushing. And we were in one of the charter boats and we just, we anchored up out there somewhere. The guide had us, I don't remember where we were somewhere in that, that main basin there and just anchored us up. And we sat there and jigged off the side and I, we, I lost count of how many slot fish. I think there was a 30 and a 29 and it was just, was one of the most unbelievable days of walleye fishing I'd ever seen. Yeah. It, well, you know what happens is so, and don't get me wrong, I fish inland lakes. I know you do too, and, and they they can be great. But normally, the, the thousands and thousands of inland lakes in our, in our region, they're better early. And part of that is because they don't have the weed growth. Part of it is those fish are shallow. Part of it is the young, young of the year perch and panfish and minnows aren't real big, so there's not as much food. Right about now is when those Young of the year fish get to be the size where they're perfect eating for uh, the walleyes. And, you know, that combined with weed growth, combined with those fish going deeper in some bodies of water, it just really makes it tough to, to catch those walleyes in some of the inland lakes right now. And, you know, that's where Lake of the Woods shines because, you know, obviously it helps we have millions of walleyes and saugers. It helps that we don't really have that kind of weed growth. So, you know, when you're chasing walleyes this time of the year, a lot of times you're head, heading to – you know, maybe a little bit deeper water. And, you know, when I say deeper water, Brett, our great big basin of Big Traverse Bay is only like 38 feet deep in the deepest spot. So that whole thing is prolific for fish. Our fish bite during the day because we have that stained water, a little bit of tint to the to the water color. And, and you know, just, uh, I mean, a lot of people target walleyes on Lake of the Woods this time of year. They love pulling spinners. They love pulling lead core and cranks or a bottom bouncer in a crank. And you can cover water. And, Brett, you know, you know this, you mentioned earlier, your chance for a big walleye this time of year is really high. 
Yeah, I was really impressed. Uh, now I've, I've gone up there a number of times in July and August and uh, had pretty good fishing every time. I mean, some of the best fishing trips for walleyes we've, we've ever had. Now, where, where we're at right now, Joe, we're so far north, uh, the lakes here, I, I feel like are just starting summer patterns, right? Like the water's just finally warming up. The weed, weeds are just basically starting to grow. The weed patches are just starting to form. We're so far behind. Where, where are we at for Lake of the Woods? Is it pretty typical uh, this time of year? or is it a little late yet we're, we're a little late yeah we're a little behind also in fact uh, uh you know when i was uh, fishing most recently uh some of the weed growth and uh, some of the weed patches that you normally look for for you know pike and even walleyes for that matter uh they weren't quite coming up yet so things were were behind and uh you know it only makes our summer months probably even better i mean you know it just uh and, and the other thing i should mention too is that you know our charter boats are rolling and if you want to make life easy you can certainly jump on a charter boat right but gosh, you know, a lot of people bring up their own boats and, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's not that big of a deal. We got a lot of boat ramps and, uh, you, you know, going out in that south end of Lake of the Woods, um, if it's super, super windy, you can fish in the Rainy River, Four Mile Bay, Zipple Bay. Um, you can go to a leeward shoreline and just stay closer to shore. Right now, our uh, our Rainy River, you know, there, there's actually quite a few fish in that Rainy River. I think what's happening is that current is pushing out and it's been pushing out so hard all year that's keeping bait in the river and that's keeping fish in the river. And man, the walleyes I've heard of being caught this summer. And then also some monster pike back in the bays. But, but again, it, it kind of creates some opportunities because there's so much current in that river that those fish are getting out of the, uh, getting out of the current and they're more, they're more congregated. Water levels are all still pretty high up there. Yeah, the water levels are high. I will say that the water levels seem to have crested and gone down just an inch or two, which it doesn't sound like much and it's not much. But I'll tell you what, based, versus going up, we don't need any more water right now. Yeah, right. So the fact that the water levels are starting to go down a little bit, man, what a what a welcome sight that is. And you know, by now, I mean, the majority of the resorts have had to sandbag and adapt, and you know, put in new dock systems and things like that. So they're still getting customers out, but well, it's been a it's been a crazy high water year. That's for sure. I've had people tell me too that they love fishing when there's a mayfly hatch. Whereas 99% of the population, I think, hates it, <laughs> you know, but I know a few guys that love it and I don't know. I mean, is it, is it a thing where the fish are getting all worked up and if you can find the right way to fool them, uh, they're, they're going to bite during a mayfly hatch or what's, what's your experience been? And, uh, you know, how is it on Lake of the Woods during a hatch like that? Well, you know, I'll say a couple things. So first off, sometimes when you have a fishing trip planned, that just happens. You're going to have a, 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 some kind of a bug hatch, whether it's a mayfly hatch or other kind of bugs. And that's just life. And you just got to fish through it and um for, for me uh i do i look for the mud where the fish are and although i'm competing with mayflies what i like to do is pull spinners i like pulling a a, a small to medium uh, hammered gold blade with a, a a piece of crawler on a two hook harness and you know i won't have that whole crawler hanging off i'll pinch that crawler off just a couple of inches behind that last hook so it's not such a large offering and pulling that moving a little bit quicker through those that, you know, those walleyes you know oftentimes ends up being really good the other thing i'll do is if that isn't working for me, I'll switch methods and get away from the mayflies and maybe go to the rocks where they're not feeding on mayflies so much and target those fish where there's not as much competition. So you know, gotta remember, even when there's a mayfly hatch, that doesn't mean that every walleye in the system is targeting mayflies. A lot of them are, but it doesn't mean everyone is. There's different groups of walleyes doing different things, primarily this time of year related to food. So you can switch things up and uh, you know, normally, you, you can do just fine. I will say uh, it's, it's a good thing mayflies don't bite. I mean, they're just, you know, they, <laughs> yeah. they come out of the mud, you know, but they come out of the mud, 
they're a nymph, and that's when walleyes mainly eat them is when they're larval. And then what happens is when the conditions are right, they swim to the top of the water, and then they they shed their their little shell, and then that's when they become a, a mayfly, and they got very limited time to reproduce, to, to mate. And that's what they're doing is they're, they're trying to mate for a day or two that they're living, and then they die. Man, what a miserable existence. <laughs> well, you know what? Even, even if you don't, yeah, even if you don't get eaten by a fish, you're only going to live for another couple of days anyway. Oofta. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say too much about the topic, but you know what? Uh, at least, uh, yeah, at least they go with a bang. Right? Yeah, I know. Uh, what, and, and Joe, real quick, we don't have to get onto this subject. We can talk more about it next week. But if you're going to target those rocks, would you perhaps use some sort of crayfish colored lure by any chance? Yeah, I tell you, that sure helps. You know, I in that Lake of the Woods, man, the golds, the pinks. But to your point, man, using gold with some orange um, or mm-hmm. gold with some deep red, you know, you're spot on. And but I'll never forget a tournament I was fishing on Lake of the Woods, pulling spinners over rocks and there was, you know, normally I can hold my own just fine. There was one bullet that caught more fish than any of the boats in our area. I'll tell you what, when I talked to them after the tournament, that's exactly what they were doing is they found the exact right color those walleyes wanted. And they said, if we go to another color blade that was kind of close, it just wouldn't work. They wanted a certain color and they crushed it. Yeah. Well, wasn't it the last couple of years when we've been up there at the end of July, Dan, that, uh, when we opened up some of those walleyes, that's what they were feeding on. Yeah. They're all up on the rocks and, uh, Maybe in a few weeks we'll have a new new lure we could try out. Oh, there. that's right. Ooh, well, that, uh, that's you said too much already. We can't talk about it yet. That's right. I'm be You're killed. teasing us, guys. Yeah, You're teasing us. you'll have that. All right, Joe. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show. And if people want to plan a trip yet this summer or start thinking about fall fishing up at Lake of the Woods in the Rainy River, what should they do? And the Northwest Angle. You that's betcha. Right. You know what? Check out our website, and that is lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year-round world-class fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com. 152 million acres of public land, 147 million private properties, all in the palm of your hand. On X Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app just got better. With hundreds of custom map layers, 3D and topographic maps, you can easily scout on the road or at home before you go. And now you can get important weather details, CWD detection, and even know what crops have been planted where. Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made. On X, know where you stand with On X Hunt. Did you know there are more than 1,000 lakes in Ottertail County? Yep, and I'm going to fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter. To find your inner otter, go to ottertaillakescountry.com. Devil's Lake is legendary, and this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Haybell Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Haybell Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybellheights.com. That's haybellheights.com. 
Plan your trip to legendary Devil's Lake today. You're listening to Sporting Journal Radio. Broadcasting from the Camp Grayling Studios, this is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. All right, we're in the boat right now, coming to you here on the show uh, with Steve Finez and Danny Thompson on Tazan Lake. I mean, has there ever been a podcast, you think, done on a boat on this lake before? They should all be done on a boat on Tazan Lake. (laughs) Uh, Steve, Danny, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Are you guys having a good time or what? We are having a great time. What did you think, Danny, when I, when... You got the message. I don't know if I contacted you or if Steve contacted you first, but when you got the message about possibly coming up here, what did you think? Well, I had heard about Tazan Lake, um, so when I got the message, I was ecstatic. I, I, it's almost like you know, once in a lifetime dream trip for me, and you know, having the opportunity to come up here was just unbelievable. What do you think so far? It's everything and more you ever could have imagined. I mean, I really thought coming up here, getting a giant lake trout was going to be. You know the best part but I mean you look at this place the nights out on the lake the scenery the food was amazing I mean just everything about it and is just like mind-blowing it really is it's been a lot of fun having you guys here and Steve you've had a chance to get around the lake a little bit uh, take a look at Get hit. Boy, we're also fishing Bottom. for big lake trout right now, so <laughs> we're just stop in the middle of the interview to catch We got a fish on the screen right now. We might have to. We're 96 feet. I'm, I'm trying to cut this edge. Okay. There's bottom. Yep. <laughs> what do you think, after having a chance to see the structure on this lake, Steve, what do you think? What, what blows me away is this lake has a lot of structure, a lot of a lot of everything, and it's a unique body of water in that there's a lot of lakes that offer you a shot at a trophy. This lake offers a shot at multiple trophies, and we're talking world-class fish. I mean, we've caught pike in the 40s, you know, mid-40-inch range. We've caught lakers up to Danny had one that was 46 pounds the other day, and I mean, those are those are lifetime best fish for I don't care who you are lifetime best fish for everybody and I don't know this this the experience of the lake itself is incredible it's gorgeous it's it's untouched it's pristine and and there's a bottom right there <laughs> but you know we're sitting here fishing for trout and you just don't know if that next bite might be a 70 pounder and where else can you fish in the world and go God, I might catch a 70-pound fish tonight. There's not many places. No. And I know you didn't know a whole lot about Tazan Lake before we decided to set this up. I'm glad we were able to work it out and get you up here. You probably did a little bit of research after I talked to you about it. Uh, did you get excited about coming up here after that? I did. When you start seeing the, the, the class of fish, you know, 50-inch pike and huge trout and just the, the lodge itself and... Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing place. It really has. So you've got big fish, obviously. You've got scenery, and you've got the food. Where? What was your favorite? <laughs> All three. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was fishing trout after a great meal. We're out here at eight o'clock. It looks like it's one in, one in the afternoon, and you know we could fish late. And but I just I just love looking at shorelines and not seeing anything that's been touched. What when? When you started to break down structure, because you, you filmed ep- uh, a couple episodes of Lake Commandos while you were yeah. here, yeah. and the idea is to, to break down and find patterns and find yeah. these fish and figure them out. What what did you learn, or, or was it uh, was it different than you expected, or was it about what you expected it to be like? 
The pike fishing was about what I expected in terms of, uh, you know, look for the marsh, look for the, the grass, look for the shallow grass and stuff like that. The lake trout surprised me because they're virtually everywhere. We've caught, we've caught trout as shallow as two feet. We've caught them as deep as 150 feet. And uh, so I'm amazed with the number of trout in the lake. I mean, we've, we've caught dozens and dozens. It's, it's been that much kind of a unique fishery. So tell, uh, for people listening or watching this right now, uh, tell us about Lake Commandos. So Lake Commandos, we, uh, we come out of a, a new body of water. Tazin was interesting. I hadn't even seen it before. And we, and we get here, we try to figure out how to catch fish. And, and uh, the pike was interesting because we got a chance to uh, explore the lake, look for different situations. It wasn't a matter of catching fish, it was a matter of trying to catch large fish. And uh, we finally figured that out. And uh, the, the trout fishing itself, you know, it's a lot of work fishing for these fish down in 100, 150 feet. We got a big fish on the screen right here right now in 136 feet of water. And, <clears throat> but when you get bit and it lifts you out of your seat um, and you hear Danny screaming, <laughs> you know you're having fun. That's right. Uh, tell me about fighting that first lake trout that you caught out here. Well, it, it's, you're dragging about 16 ounces of lead right now, and we're dragging different types of baits. But when you get bit, there's no question that you're getting hammered, and it's the weight, the, the, the power. It, it's a 20-minute fight on most of these fish, and when you do get them up, your arms burn, your chest burning, and you're, you're breathing hard because these fish are so big and so powerful. And when you get a look at them and their heads are you know, this, this deep and the bodies are this long, it's... There's just nothing like the experience uh, that Tazan's offering right now. Danny, how long before your arms were tired, the first fish you caught? Well, the first fish I caught, I was tired when we got just straight above it. I was like, oh, this thing's fighting pretty good. And then I realized that it was only us getting above that fish. And I mean, reeling these things in, like Steve was saying, I mean, they, they're just, there's nothing like it. It's just such a unique giant fish, you know, and to get multiples in the same night. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to lift my arms for a week after this. <laughs> Did you ever caught a fish that big or a lake trout that big before? No, no, I mean, the lake trout that I've caught in the past have been, you know, Minnesota lake trout, a lot of them through the ice, you know, five pounds, something like that, seven pounds, um, nothing like this. And, and then that's the thing too, is we're not in a big boat trolling tons of baits and boards. I mean, I'm, I'm literally Lindy rigging for giant lake trout out here. <laughs> little, I mean, little bigger Lindy rig. This time. Exactly, but it's just, it's such a fun way to catch them. And when they hit, they literally do just pull you right out of the seat. Was it what you expected when catching one of those fish, fighting one of those fish? No, it, it was more than what I expected. When, when that first fish, or that, I think it was the second fish, it was a big one. And we had the net and, and it, it's kind of a, you know, a big, uh, excitement when they get on the side of the boat I guess and that big fish just come across right in front of us and the water's so clear you could see that thing down there and it was just like a dinosaur swimming under the boat it was just almost surreal to see how big these things actually are and I mean the one I caught was 46 pounds that's not even the real giants that live in this lake that's a pretty good one and I don't want to give away too much I want people to, of course they're gonna watch the show so I don't want to give away too much of what you guys got to do up here but uh, can we talk about your great-grandpa's lure at all, or is that, <laughs> is that a secret? Hey, anybody that's fished for more than a week knows what a Johnson oh, Silver on. Minnow is. And it's, do we snag up here? It's one of my favorite baits, and, it, and, it, and it's a favorite because it produces. And uh, 
So I broke one out for our pike shoot, and Danny says, is that your great-grandfather's lure? I says, well, as a matter of fact, it was built in the 20s, but it's still producing fish. And all I know is I can tell you this, once Danny started fishing the Johnson Silver Minnow and saw what it produced, he quit giving me a hard time about it being a grandfather's lure because I think he's going to go out and buy some for himself now. Well, I'll tell you what, I was a little skeptical about it too, you know, because a lot of times people will bring bring lures up here and, you know, we've got we've got our favorites that we use that seem to produce year after year up here. And, yep. you know, we always give people a chance. If they bring up their own, we always, all right, well, you can use this for a little bit. And then if you want to try something else, <laughs> yep. here, we'll, we'll suggest a lure, try yep. one of these. But that, that lure caught some big fish. It, it produced my biggest lake trout to date. I hope to beat it tonight. But at the same time, it's just a dynamite bait for big pike and, and trophy pike. And in fact, our biggest fish, our biggest pike this week came on the Johnson Silver Minnow. It's been fun having you up here in the, in the show, Lake Commandos, because I've been fishing this lake now for six, seven years, whatever it's been. And I know, I know spots, right? And yeah. And I know the, you know, you're fishing some memories, you're fishing some community spots here and there. Yeah. But to, but to have somebody like you that's coming into the lake fresh, uh, like I've given you a few directions, oh, why don't you head this direction or whatever. Yeah. But you've gone into those spots and actually fished different parts and fished them differently than I have in the past and explained why those fish were there. Like I can go there, oh, yeah, fish are gonna be here. And I know, well, there's this and there's that. But you actually sat there and analyzed it and broke down the structure, figured out, you know, wind and temperatures and this and that, and kind of helped me understand why there's fish in those places. Well, I've been fortunate. We've been doing this a long time. I've had a chance to fish lakes across Canada at prime time and less than prime time. And when you get in a boat with somebody that knows more than you, 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 you learn stuff. And I've been in a boat with a lot of people that know a lot more than me. And it just starts, you start picking stuff up. We're in the boat with Steve Panaz from Lake Commandos and Danny Thompson from Garmin on Tazan Lake, catching giant lake trout and big northern pike, filming for Lake Commandos. More with Danny and Steve when we come back. Did you know there are more than 1,000 lakes in Ottertail County? Yep, and I'm going to fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter. To find your inner otter, go to ottertaillakescountry.com. Devil's Lake is legendary, and this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Haybell Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Haybell Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybellheights.com. That's haybellheights.com. Plan your trip to legendary Devil's Lake today. 852 million acres of public land, 147 million private properties, all in the palm of your hand. Onyx Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app, just got better. With hundreds of custom map layers, 3D and topographic maps, you can easily scout on the road or at home before you go. And now you can get important weather details, CWD detection, and even know what crops have been planted where. Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made. Onyx, know where you stand with Onyx Hunt. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year-round world-class fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, 
or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com. You're listening to Sporting Journal Radio. Broadcasting from the Camp Grayling Studios, this is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. We're back, Sporting Journal Radio. Thanks for tuning in on this radio station right here by downloading the podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, Dan Amundsen is with us, too. We're at Tazan Lake Lodge in northwestern Saskatchewan. And now we're going back out in the boat with Steve Panas from Lake Commandos and Danny Thompson from Garmin. Well, and Danny, you got to come up here and use some live scope and some Garmin technology on a lake like this. Like, how, how much fun was it to go to a lake that's so deep and has, has so much varied structure and to be able to use some of your favorite toys on a body of water like this? I mean, it's, like I said, you know, it's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, you know, like right now, being able to see the equipment, you know, a lot of times, you know, living in Minnesota, I get to see walleyes and bass and your typical stuff. But here we are in 109 feet of water. We got three we nice got fish. four fish on the screen four right nice now. Fish There's, now oh, down that was there. bottom. <laughs> and, um, you know, just being able to see the units operate in, in that uh, capacity is pretty sweet. Jeez, there's another one. Look at this. There's four fish on the screen right <laughs> now. Have you ever seen marks that big on a Garmin no. before? No. And I'll tell you what those marks are. I mean, they are 45-pound Lakers. We've seen it almost every night. It's pretty sweet. But, you know, too, with the live scope, just being able to see the capabilities, you know, even that the new live scope plus, being able to see that work in 100 feet of water is pretty cool you know I, I think a lot of times the deepest water I'm using that thing in is like 30 feet of water on Mille Lacs you know or something like that and we were, we were jigging lake trout with it and, and able to spot fish even down to 100 feet so being able to see the units to that capability is pretty cool and then it seems simple but really the the coolest feature and I think Steve would agree with this that we used this week was quick draw contours so there's no map of this lake. Nobody's ever came and mapped this lake. And, you know, as we're fishing along, we're just recording a map and, you know, being able to really, you know, like on Lake Commandos, put that pattern together. And we, we mapped and we found some breaks and those fish were relating to those breaks and using your sonar in combination with that map. I mean, it just helps you kind of break it down, figure out the pattern and be able to catch these fish. It's nice because the structure on this lake is so wicked to be able to actually get a map so you can see it and visualize what's going on under the water. It's been a game changer for us up here. There's Absolutely. A, there's a fish Absolutely. on the screen right now, Danny. Like, I couldn't imagine coming into this blind with no map. I mean, honestly, we'd be losing a lot more baits because we, <laughs> we'd be hung up in the rocks. I mean, there, there's some spots on this lake where it's just a straight wall. Oh, Adam. Oh. Fish on. Did you get him? Fish on, here we go. You we got are, him? Still got him? Nope. He got no. off? Oh, so close to Hit landing a giant too. on the show. <sighs> hey, it's not gonna, still gonna happen. Oh, dang. It's gonna happen. Look at that fish. Here's the fish right here. Yeah, right there. Mm, you can see it. A little bit, maybe? So you can see where I hit, hammered it trying to get the hook set, but there's this fish right there. Should I check the hook, Steve, on there? You might as well. I can you hammer it pretty good. No. It like hit it and came forward or it just, it kind of went slack. Oh. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't think, you know, this is a podcast, but it's also a radio show, and I don't think in the history of radio that there's ever been a 40-pound lake trout caught <laughs> on the radio before. Did you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Danny. You, you know, blew it! You know, the other night we were out here, I caught one in about the first minute and a half. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> and, you know, tonight you bring the camera, and guess what happens? Yeah. The, fish, the fish are camera shy. Curse of the camera. So, Danny, I mean, first of all, how did you get time off to come up here right now with ICAST coming up? It seems like everybody in the fishing industry is uh, just working the, uh, around the clock right now to get ready for ICAST. And you're going to be down there in Florida too, right? Yeah, I'll be down at ICAST. I mean, getting getting time away is not easy ever, ever. And and unfortunately, I'll pay for it, you know, as, as you always do, just like during deer season. But, you know, I, th I think it's truly worth it to get up here and be able to you know take a look at some of these products that uh, i was able to bring with and and you know be able to, to really do the experience and test the garmin stuff is definitely a big part of it and definitely worth it um, i know i know oh, you messed up your hook that's what happened yeah that's the worst when you miss them and then they they like screw up your lure for you as a <laughs> so uh i know here on the show right now we can't talk about some of the stuff that you brought up here but this is something that's going to be unveiled at icast right Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, well, it'll be, um, you know, obviously Gar Garmin's a cool company and they're, they're always working on a lot of new and innovative stuff. And so we're always working, we're always testing, we're always trying new stuff. And, and, you know, that's the cool part about being, you know, able to work with a company that is so cutting edge like that. Well, I'm excited. I got a chance to see some stuff, a little sneak peek of what you're going to get to see uh, coming up here soon. Uh, it was it was pretty wild, and it was cool to get. It was it was fun to watch you guys kind of test the stuff out, right? Because it was almost like a peek behind the curtain when you're when you're working on new products and things like that. And the capabilities, I think, are going to be pretty amazing. And anytime you can get technology on a lake like this, because it's hard getting stuff up here. Oh, so you know when you can get technology like that up here. I mean, that, that was a, a pretty neat experience to be able to see. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's the cool part about, you know, me and Steve have been working together for a while now and really kind of helped put together the, the ICE product that we have now and the offerings that we have. And we've got to do a lot of testing on a lot of things. And it's nice having, you know, people, you know, like the guides and yourself and Steve and just people that really um, know and understand um, what we need and, and, and what is needed. And it's nice to have engineers that take that feedback and come back with the great products that they do. Is there anything new coming out that we can talk about right now? Or is it all top secret until I You know, I unfortunately, a lot of times I'm a sales guy, so they don't tell me all the secrets because oh, okay. I tell everybody on podcasts. <laughs> so I really don't know a lot. But if you come down to ICAST, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be some cool stuff to see. Well, I'm going to be down there too, and I'm worried uh, about how hot it's going to be. Oh. Absolutely. We're, we're, it's, it's always always warm in Central Florida in July. That's not exactly the best place to be. I was just down there with Pierce. It was 97 every day. <laughs> oh, my God. That was terrible. But the funny thing is, if you're at ICAST, you should stop by the Garmin booth and check out the big introduction. It's uh, the, the product is next to a trout about this long that we located <laughs> on the product and actually watched him bite. And yeah. we, got a, we got a big trout right beneath us right now, Danny. Come on, Steve. Look at, he's right here. Well, you can have that one. That's the little one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting down there and I'll have to stop by because I'll be down there too, uh, running around that place. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some of the, the footage that we got while you guys were up here. Um, 
what's uh, wh when can we watch Lake Commando, Stephen? Where at? It airs uh, Q1 and Q2 on Outdoor Channel. It's been Sunday mornings. We'll see what happens next year uh, when we go forward. And then in Q3, Q4, we air actually on uh, World Fishing Network. So we air 52 weeks a year. Uh, it's all about pattern building. So you'll see kind of how we came and approached this lake. And Garmin is a big help for me to figure out the lake. And and Danny mentioned it too, we were building maps of this mid-lake structure while we were here and it's helped us really nail down the fish. If I show you all the waypoints, you can see every time we'd see a fish down there, we'd hit a waypoint, hit a waypoint. We also, we found a little milk run that's really allowed us to have success pulling through these fish. But yeah, if you check it out and uh, we're also on myoutdoortv.com if you want to see some of our library footage. Yeah, well, and Danny, one of the best things you did for me by for cleaning up this thing was, was shading the contours. I'm going to try to get a shot of it here if I can on the camera. But now you've got, what did you do, 90 to 120 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So you gave, you essentially, yeah, gave us a runway to follow, and then we don't have to go. Uh, I mean, you can find fish in other depths here, but that's kind of the strike zone. And uh, now you can just follow the green color. Absolutely. It's like following the yellow brick road, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to the land of big, big giant fish. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, um, if somebody were to ask you, Danny, uh, why should I book a trip to Tazan Lake, what would you tell them? You know, I think just the overall experience. I've only been to Canada at a couple of fly-in trips in the past, and so, you know, just for me, the overall adventure, it was, it was a journey from, you know, when I was packing my gear all the way till being here and, and you know, the journey of flying home tomorrow, you know, float planes, I, you know, being able to see that and be on a float plane. The shore lunch was incredible, the meals. You know, it's just, it's one of those once in a lifetime experiences I feel like that you just have to see to believe I mean the sunset we had the other night even that was amazing you know there's just there's so much to see here yeah it's a pretty special place right Steve oh absolutely I mean if you if you've always dreamed about taking a trip like this just book the trip it's it's a thing you'll never forget you'll never regret it and uh, especially when you uh, look at the memories and the fish that you've caught and as Danny says, it's not just about the big fish. There's plenty of giant fish here. It's more about looking out at this view and not seeing anybody else out there. And, and, and you know, we Danny saw bear the first morning we were heading out. We've seen boom. Uh, saw an otter. Yeah, we saw an otter. We've seen. There's uh, been some moose. People have seen some moose. In yeah, in camp and stuff and like that. And then, you know, it's nice to come in and have a comfortable cabin, a nice little fire going in there because it gets cool here at night. and. So it's, a, it's an experience. And it's a fun group of guys here. It is, absolutely. Uh, the owners, uh, they love fishing as much as we do. In fact, they've been out more than us, I think, <laughs> lately. And they understand the lake at a high level, and that helps people kind of figure things out and get on the lake or get on fish. Yeah, well, it's a cool place, and uh, I don't ever want to leave, and we'll have to get you guys back up here. And uh, what, what else can we expect in the new season of Lake Commander, Steve? Well, we do a lot of bass, a lot of walleye. Uh, we're still in the midst of shooting our, our 2023 season right now. And uh, so we're, we're busy taping. I mean, we're taping literally every week now. I'm not gonna be at ICAST this year though. My, my daughter Maddie's getting married that week out in Bozeman, Montana. So we're gonna be heading out there, but uh, I'll be there in spirit. This will be the first time I think in 30 years I've ever missed it. Well, Steve Panaz, Danny Thompson, uh, good luck at ICAST. Good luck. Uh, congratulations on your daughter getting married. Yeah, thank and, you. And uh, we'll see you at ICAST. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll have to do some more fishing, Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
Sounds good, man. Thanks, guys, for being on the show. Yep, thanks, Brett. Sporting Journal Radio is a division of Macaba LLC. If you missed any part of the show and want to listen to it again, or maybe hear an extended version of some of these interviews, you can download the podcast. Go to sportingjournalradio.com, or you can watch this show on YouTube or Facebook. Search for Sporting Journal Radio.